Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide. And we're here the weekend, I guess before Christmas, right? We're getting pretty close. 18th. Yeah, we only got like another week. Um, Christmas is coming. So, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, all those out there in podcast land doing that. Not a whole lot going on. It's kind of mellow. Been, again, been working on the site, doing the upgrades. We're tweaking. We're adjusting. Uh, we got one more major upgrade to go. Um, that'll probably be adding in the community and some different things. Uh, January 11th, we're doing a big monster upgrade for everybody on Sniper's Hiding over there. Um, less drama than normal with the tags and stuff. Some people don't like it. I get it. People hate change, you know, and, and so, but really it was kind of a, um, a seamless and a good upgrade on my side. Uh, if you go back over the years, I'll kind of go do little historicals and stuff uh, today. Like I said, not a lot to think about. It's holiday. We're not doing shit. Snowing out. Got, got big fluffy snow outside. Got the fuzz here. Uh, girls downstairs cutting some people's hair. And so I got to keep him locked up here so he doesn't bug people when they're getting their hair cut. But um, yeah, I got some snow and all that. But anyway, where was I? I don't even know. Um, snowing out, doing that. So it's kind of mellow, kind of chill. Uh, wrote a couple articles. This it, it, is interesting. So I, I write for Gun Digest. I don't know if you guys realize that. Um, but I do a column in Gun Digest, and Gun Digest does my book. They did the um, the Practical Marksmanship book on Amazon in Gun Digest um, bookstore. So I write for them, and, and, and so they had asked me to do a column, which would normally be their SHOT Show edition. Right, so they're like, "Hey, you know, January episode, February. It's actually the February um, book, but uh, there's no shot show. Nobody's really coming out with new products. Nobody's doing anything to the degree in which we would think. Right? It's it's just it is what it is. I mean, it's just not there. I'm gonna adjust this a little bit. Seems something seems off. Let's see how does that look." Is that better? 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 I don't know. Yeah, it looks a little. It looks about the same. Anyway. Is that better? I don't know. My my volume seemed a little odd. So I'm trying to mess with it a little bit. Uh that's loud. Sorry. I'm 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 editing and adjusting on the fly while you guys are listening. So anyway, so they, they wanted me to do a shot show episode. And I'm like, well, damn, there is no shot show, no products. I mean, this whole year was a bust. And then when you look at it, I mean, we're we're in we're in a weird spot. We we got to, you know, the, the politics of things I'm not going to get into. Um, but it's 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 ooh, I mean, they're going to they're, they're talking about killing online ammo sales. They're talking about a lot of stuff, especially the Internet. Um, that might become an issue. So we'll have to see. But anyway, um. So they're like, hey, what products? And, and they, what they really want, like to boil this down, is they kind of want a top 10 list. You know, top 10s, that's all the rage. Top 10, weaponology, top 10. And so it's like, dude, there is no top 10. I mean, I could scrape together like three things, you know, that I know are going to be coming out closer to the beginning of the year. But really, I mean, now it's about putting product out and sustaining for demand. I mean, the demand is up. Uh, 2020 was the uh, biggest demand ever. We had like 17 million backgrounds 
when 2016, it was only 15 millions. In 2020, it's not even over, really. So we're like at 18 million versus 15 million. That's significant, you know? So I'm like struggling for that. So I went to Hoplite Arms, thesis on the site. He's got his three rifles coming out. And he was a ground up, you know, R&D, actions, rifles, things like that, the Hoplite Arms. And then he's also doing... Genesis Ballistic, which was the podcast. So I ended up doing the article. And one of the big elements that I put in was kind of like the OEM scopes that are coming out. Uh, Wrighton, uh, Maven, Track. Uh, you know, everybody's following the Athlon model, right? Athlon has done so well. Um, they've proven that you can spec a decent optic out. Use an OEM, uh, you know, a builder for you. Put your name on it and, and you can succeed. And people will respond to price points and things like that, especially if they're reliable. I mean, you look at our scope test. All the Athlons we've ever checked have always performed outstanding. You know, we've never had drama with them. They don't look great. To me, they're kind of an ugly scope, but um, that is what it is. But they're good. You know, they, they got a good spec to them. And so I talked about a lot of that. And then, um, you know, again, Genesis Ballistics, the Patagonia, um, Traceal, basically, but in the Patagonia model. Traceal took the engine and, and did their own UI. Genesis is really building off of the Patagonia cold bore UI and putting it into our phones, which will be good. Scope tool, all these different things that Patagonia does. Patagonia is probably i mean i know people don't want to hear but patagonia is probably the best software engine on the market bar none i mean it's just but you know i've mentioned this before because it comes out of argentina it doesn't deal with u.s politics and marketing and gus was a windows guy and so um you know with the windows and everything it just limited it and he just never really you know got out of his box until now out of his comfort zone to do cold bore as an app, which he should have jumped on it early, but I get it. I mean, there's, there's costs and investments and things and, but um, yeah, Genesis should be really good. And anyway, so I'm trying to put this article together and just kind of, I mean, it's struggling to find what's coming on that you could talk about what, what you know, like in, in, in there's products that are kind of out on the fringes, but you're, I'm, it's like, Am I okay to speak on it? And it's like, mm, not really. I mean, you know, what do you talk about? Do you say, hey, Kestrel's now the 57X and not the Elite because, I mean, a lot of this stuff is incremental. There were some things that were in the pipeline a year ago that still kind of happened, but then a lot of things changed to a different model. Instead of like, hey, 2020 showed up, let's build something new. It's 2020 showed up and everybody wants something, we better build it. So you can't build something new. But um, no, it's just that kind of stuff that we're doing, and and it's it, it's it was a, it was a struggle. I actually wrote this article four times because like two of them were rejected. Then I was going to combine it, and then it it, it 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 was it was hard for me to do this twenty twenty one. What's showing up? Article. I mean, there's little stuff, but I, I mean the incremental. Uh, honestly, it, it's going to turn ugly, man. I really, really think. And, and, and I may not be immune to it, but uh, I think it's going to be ugly, man. I think the Internet's going to get taxed. I think the gun industry is going to get taxed. They're, they are after revenge. 
and we're going to be the ones they're taking revenge on because there's nobody else that they can take revenge with. So anyway, that that's kind of where where I was going with that uh, as, as far as like, you know, new product and releases. If you got a new product, let me know. Throw it out there. I mean, you know, how are I actually in the sniper's hide? One of the big changes to the forum, I get people are it's funny to see the people who show up. Don't expect the changes and then see it's so different, but don't take the time. This is my biggest issue is you don't take the fucking time to learn what's going on. You just pop in, you go, oh, it's different. Things change. Where do I find my shit like it was yesterday? And it's like, listen to you, little girl. Why don't you take five minutes and learn what you're doing? And, and, and But instead, what they do is they pop in. They see it's different. It's not the same. They don't attempt to understand it and then they make a thread this sucks this sucks i hate it why do they have to change something that wasn't broke it's not about fixing something that wasn't or was not broke it's about future proofing it's about how we absorb information it's about moving forward and getting myself in a position i'm on new servers okay i've changed the software behind the scene that will allow me to scale forward. I mean, think about this. A year ago today, I had about 485,000 unique users. A year ago today. Right now, I have 1.2 million unique users. So I'm three times bigger almost, two point something, right? I'm almost three times bigger than I was a year ago. You have to scale shit. You have to how to find information. There's 4 million posts on Sniper's Hide right now until I prune it for the beginning of the year. Shit's gonna get pruned. It may disappear. We can write it again. We can modernize it. I get it. We have certain evergreen content that people like to go back and look at, but you gotta knock some of this stuff down to make things run better. That's where we're going. As well as things change in how we absorb, the software's going to change. I'm now in a position to, to use those changes to your, the end user's, advantage. So I get there's a learning curve. I get you need to understand how the tags and filters work. I get it looks different than it did last week. Deal with it. It's, it's here to stay. And it's going to change again, January. It's going to get better. But there's going to be a community. There's going to be a thing. There's going to be a way to access it. It's, it's stuff is happening. I'm reinvesting your money back into the site that you use. It's a big reinvestment, man. And I didn't get COVID money. I didn't go take a loan out. I didn't do it. You know what I mean? Just putting that shit back in because I'm trying to make your experience better. I don't want a year from now something to show up and you go, well, this is better like Facebook did. I mean, think about everybody that jumped to Facebook because it was so much more convenient because it put an app before apps were common on your phone and you were able to hit a button and it brought you right to a place. Instead of opening a browser, going to a bookmark, going through the forms and then filtering, you went to basically a feed that we didn't have access to. And so you saw people jump to Facebook and go do groups and do all that. Now where does it lead you? They fucking hate you. They're doing everything they can to hurt you. They despise buys everything you stand for and you're feeding them shrewd 
You know, that's the, that's the smart way to go. You know, and then what's going to happen is you you put all your ba- your all your pink all your eggs in one basket, that Facebook, Twitter, social media basket, and then when they turn on you, you're screwed. You know what I mean? And that's kind of one of those, eh, you know, that's just why I'm doing things a little bit to make it a better experience. So when this happens, you're on it. You know, it's good. Anyway, that's that's kind of my thinking. That's my that's the mindset. You know what I'm saying? That's where we're at. Um, and, And it is. It's about that reinvestment. It's about that end user experience. It's about all the things that are going on that, you know, um. How we absorb this information, how to put it out. I'm actually now the next thing I'm looking at is how do I deliver my videos? And I have a video platform and I have all that. I have Rumble. I have a flow player. I, if YouTube shuts us down and they might, I have options. I have my own player that I can host on the hide. I have the Rumble account that I can jump into. You know what I mean? And so I'm looking at now the next thing is how to make that online training a little better. You know, that's the next part is what I'm what I'm doing to go with that because now with the supporter accounts the 20 bucks a month you get the online training, you know, so I want to make it bigger and better. So focus might be moving from now my focus is software. Now my focus is the foundation of the house I built. You know what I mean? Rebuilding it, re- new building, your new stuff, blah, 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 making sure it's good and strong and I can, I can expand into rooms that I'm not using today but might want to use tomorrow. So now the next step is how do I turn the online training into something a little more user-friendly versus how I've adapted the site in the past, you know, 11 years ago when I came out with it, 2008, 2009 is when Frank did the first online training with Jacob and Rifles Only paid you get me on the forum and you got access to it so i adapted that dude think about that 11 years ago i did this 11 years ago so anyway so i'm I'm looking at that now that's my next thing is how do i make that online training better for everybody out there so that's that's where we're at with that with that kind of stuff but um where was i'm I'm getting into a spot so i'm i reached a point where where you guys i got you i got you kind of i got you roped in 15 minutes in, you know what I mean? So you're, 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 you've been sucked into my, 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 my den. I'm like a fucking spider, some shit. And uh, now I'm going to talk about some drama that's cracking me up. <laughs> so, so I guess they had the, um, the, the finale last week in the snow and all the nasty and weather and all that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a finale in December when it's where it snows. Shrewd. No, anyway. So apparently in, 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 you know, the yesterday or whatever, there was a note and I got my phone blew up. I started getting pinged. Hey, 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 Hey. And it was pretty funny, man. I was cracking up over, over this stuff. Um, so I get pinged that apparently the winner of the production from the finale got his title stripped (laughs) because his production rifle didn't have a website. (laughs) So a dude who's been smoking everybody with like in the production class with like a savage rifle and an MDT chassis or some shit decided, hey man, this guy's gonna get a company sage or something is going to 
jump in the production world. But they jumped in too late, you know? And, and, and so they ended up stripping Matt of his win and gave it to Doug Cohen, um, who shoots, was a professional shooter, <laughs> who shoots, gets paid, gets paid to shoot. And he has a rifle that you can't buy today either, but your gun shop can order it, pre-order it. Doesn't exist. There's, there's 13 of them on the street. So this guy with a, a, a one in 13 rifles was handed the win because a guy with one of one, um, you know, that they're calling production. I mean, the production is a joke. It's arbitrary. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing on the fucking planet. It does nothing to promote the sport. And in fact, they just ruined it even more. Um, but I, I mean, it's why I keep saying open and limited, open and limited, open, put a weight limit on it and let them do whatever they want. Limited, put a weight limit on it, factory ammo and a barrel length. You got three limiting factors, right? Factory ammo, barrel length, 26 inches, and then a weight limit. You know, that's like 20 pounds and do open like 24. So do 24 pounds for an open gun, do 20 pounds for, or nine, I would actually do 19 pounds for a limited. 19 pounds for a limited, 24 for an open, factory ammo and limited because Ruger built Doug who's paid to shoot a tricked out new rifle they're going to come out with but it didn't come out yet just team guys have it it's there's one of 13 but it is listed because there's no shot show or anything so companies <coughs> can pre-order it from the Ruger system Ruger's a big giant company I get it but Sage built the gun and posted it on Facebook because Sage doesn't have a website. And the fact they don't have a website means it's not a production gun. And I mean, I'm not going to go and put into the gap into this. And that. I mean, think about it. If somebody was post pointing this out. A Gap Gladius and, you know, a Gap production rifle are almost identical in a lot of ways. Now, there's paint jobs and things like that, Cerakote differences. But let's talk just the barreled action. And in, in, in the, in the, in the mindset was, well, but this one's chambered in a CNC and this one's done by hand. Is it really done by hand? I don't know. I mean, why wouldn't you chamber a fucking Gladius in a CNC? But I'm not to bag on George. It's a good gun. But the, they, they made this arbitrary number so they can kind of give somebody some, some um, profit margin. But, I mean, a Curtis action with a, gap, a Bartland barrel in a stock is a production gun. At $2,500? Whoa. How do you figure that one? But anyway, so there was this drama and Matt got his shit stripped. So now there's boom, huge blow up. Because three days after the fact and, and they stripped him because his gun's not a true production gun. None of them are. <laughs> Dude, you guys are such scumbags to people, man. <laughs> and, and you know what's going to be funny? And, 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 and it's, it's a goof because I, I got the note. Like I said, everybody blew my phone up. And so I get a note. They stripped it and gave it to somebody else. Like the first, because, you know, notes come in varying degrees of detail. So the first time I got pinged, 
I just heard they stripped it from the production class and it was that, and I didn't have all the details. So my question was, did they strip it and give it to the guy who shoots for Daniel Defense? Because you know it's got to be a money thing, right? They, they took it and gave it to these companies that spent a ton of money and shit. But now I'm looking and it's like, oh, they gave it to the guy who shoots for Ruger. And he, Ruger's coming out with a new comp gun. I guarantee next year it's going to be like the friggin' gun of the PRS, <laughs> right? It'll be like, oh, you know, and, and, and guys have made some good points. I mean, there's a huge threat on the hide. They're blowing it up. Every, I mean, I guess the internet's blowing it up big. And, and, and so it's, it's kind of a topical, you know, thing. But I was just laughing. I mean, it's such, it sends such the wrong message. You got a paid professional shooter from a company who has one of 13. And because this guy who'd been shooting all season with a savage or whatever, he gets a, um, he gets a, what do you call it? He, you know, he gets it taken away. And it's like, none of these production guns are product. I mean, what's a production gun? A Ruger RPR. That could be a production gun. You know, maybe you got an argument for Bagara because they're getting to be pretty big as far as numbers and what they're putting out. A Tika. That's a production gun. You know, to say, you know, XYZ gunsmith, you know, to say tap gunsmith, I wouldn't even call it gap, to say, you know, oh, so-and-so, so Mark Suley out there. Mark Suley says, hey, man, I can get, um, hey, I can get a, um, what do you call it, a, a action for this amount I can get a good barrel and put it together for this amount and at the end of the day the barreled action is like 1800 bucks and I'm gonna put it in like the cheapest stock I can find and and and, and it's like you know to make the money and and it's like it's 200 2500 bucks that's my production gun and then all you got to do is get your MDT chassis or whatever, pull it, the barrel action out, put it in and say, oh, I have a fucking production gun, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's, 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 it's arbitrary. It's like a dumb number. Why are you putting a dollar value on somebody's fucking equipment when it really, when I can get a, a production gun from Gap, which is technically a custom gun, hardly any, how many sales do they have, right? And anyway... But and like I said, I'm saying Gap because I'm going to buy one. I love the fucking, I shot it. I love the Gap production gun. The only reason I'm bringing them up and I'm not bagging on Georgia, I just, I think it's a fucking good gun. But it's, it's, I mean, at that price point, it's so worth it. But calling it what it is is silly because it's really not. It was, a, it was, it was, it was a way to get in the door on that. And, but I mean, and it's a dumb, it's a dumb section. There's only eight people shot it. You got eight. It's like, oh my god. So, anyway, so there's drama that makes them look silly, and 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 the justifications. It's like, well, we're we're disqualifying Matt on a technicality, and we're allowing Doug on a technicality, because technically, your gun shop can order it. You can't get one, and who knows when it's going to show up to in stock. But when was availability the issue? It's crazy. I feel bad for him, man. The dude, supposedly the dude worked his ass off all season. And to have it stripped has to hurt. You know? And especially to, like, have it stripped and pulled and handed to a name. I mean, you know. I remember, like, last year at SHOT Show, it was last year. 
a bunch of these guys came by and were looking at guns to buy and doing all that. I think I mentioned it in the podcast with Mike and all that. We had these guys come by. They were looking at AIs. They were looking at everything. They were looking at the ATs and all that. But, they, I mean, that's the, the, the deal is that you get to pop into a production class with a semi-custom gun in your ringer. I mean, it states the first sentence is the production class is entry level. And then they bring ringers in. And the ringers win. It's like, dude, you're a pro. You've been paid your whole life to shoot. Wow. Anyway, that's why I said I'm just, I, I, I know it's, the, the drama cracks me up. It, it's like, dude, it, it, honestly, I would take COVID as an excuse and fucking burn your rules, burn your model, and redo it for 2021 change everything there's nothing you've done right to be honest change it all go shoot nomads man go shoot competition dynamics go shoot nrl go shoot anything but you got to vote with your wallet honestly you really 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 have to vote with your wallet that's the only way this will create a change is you got to say no for a while Go do something else or go do something small. Do the 22. You got to say no for a while. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going down. This fu- it's, it's, it's spinning down the drain, dude. This is it, All it is is this toilet has a big bowl with a lot of water in it, so it's taking a little longer to fucking flush. It's flushed. Honestly, you fucked it up so bad you flushed. If, if you can't get past one event without drama... You flushed it. And all they have is drama. I mean, this isn't my fault. This has nothing to do with me. I wasn't saying shit. I didn't do anything. It's dumb. It's drama. It's ridiculous. I get you're making bank. And, and nobody faults you for making money. But put a little bit back into what you're doing. A little reinvestment. I mean, you can't always compete with your, with, with your, your customers. You're competing with your own customers, dude. Anyway. That's good enough for that. That was that was 10 minutes on that or 11 minutes anyway. So that's where I'm at. I thought it's a big thread, man. You want to go on the hide in the competition talk? They're on like page three, you know, in two days. It's, it's just going dumb. And, and it's, it's, there's some good, good, good stuff. It's good. The, the time, here's my charge. I get it. They tell you, they come to the match directors. This is straight up. This is what they say to match directors. If you host a match for us, you can't host a match for any of them. Can you host a match for yourself? Not affiliated to anybody. Because if you can do that, you're going to, the fear is you won't get an ass in your seat. Trust me, it is ripe to put asses in an unaffiliated seat. You will not suffer a single shooter by walking out the door on your own. You won't suffer a single shooter by being a nomad. Or create your own series and just try to get somebody in somehow. You gotta, all you need is about five match directors. Limit the season. If you can get five people who can do like two matches a month or do a, 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 a two-day, one-day, two-day, one-day, something, whatever you want to do to do it. If you can get five people, you, you, you probably can, um, in different locations, you probably can get yourself off the ground. 
And if your model's better, you'll get immediately within one year, you'll get a lot of people jumping ship because they don't like the fucking strong arm tactic. They don't like being told if you do it with us, you can't do it with them. Well, I could do three. Why don't I do one with you, one with them, and one with myself? No, you got to do them all with me. Eh, fuck that. Vote with your wallets, guys. Go find the nomads. Go find the other events. Go find the stuff that's not. The Rifleman's Team Challenge up in the Northwest, right? You got the NRLs doing a better job. I know they do it to an extent, but not as bad. The NRL, to me, is under my radar because they're not as blatant. And less drama, to be honest with you. But anyway, you got them. You got competition dynamics, right? And, the, and then just find the local matches, the little ones, the one days. One day matches grow the sport. Little bitty things that get you going are how you learn. You know what I mean? If you you don't step off blind and walk into a two-day big event and walk out of there feeling good about yourself, very rarely does that happen unless you have a support structure. But if you're an individual and you say, hey, I want to do this, and you walk out your front door day one and you go to a big two-day, you're going to fall on your face. That's just the reality of it. But you go to a bunch of little one days and you'll do pretty well. You can learn. You can adapt. You can, you know what I mean? You can, you can talk to people with nothing on the line. Once you start putting money and prizes on the line, people get shady, you know? And that's all we're saying. But anyway, it's just, I just find it hysterical. There's options out there is what I'm saying. Vote with your wallet. There's options out there. You're not going to miss out on anything except drama, apparently, and if you win something, it might stand. <laughs> dun, dun. All right, last little bit. Here we go. We're on, we're on the thing. We're, we're, we're done with that. Boy's getting upset because they're leaving downstairs. I can hear him talking, and he's like, hey, man, what the hell's going on? So I got a bunch of stuff in from really right stuff. That Ascend tripod, the Ascend hunting tripod with the anvil and the whole rig. Fucking nice. And they purpose-built... Like this new panning micro little bitty ball head. So you actually could take this ascend, change the center column out of it. And if you wanted to save a little bitty bit of weight, I got a short stem that I have a 30 on. You could do a direct mount. They're actually talking about, because they're trying to get you uh, some low cost options in to get you in the door. But this send is pretty badass. Got an anvil 30 head on it with a short. I got, And they sent it too with a screw and it was direct mounted at one point. But it can take a center column. So I have the short one in with the Anvil 30. And they were smart because they put a, a, a set screw on it. And then it's got the side lever unlocked to pop it out. And then I have a long one with the micro ball. And this micro ball is pretty fucking badass. Um, and if you're going to hunt and do all that and it locks and does... I mean, there's like four things this one piece does that's just pretty insane. And um, so the ascents here... Then they got the other thing for you guys who think really right stuff's really expensive is the Cinch LR, which is a polymer. There's the Cinch Elite and then the Cinch LR, which is like 40 bucks. So you got uh, binos, laser rangefinders that have those odd shapes, the Leicas, the Zeisses, the Shirovskis, and you don't want to put the mount in this pedestal because you know how they do the, the battery mount and the different things. So people want to mount these things, but they want a mount that's easy to use. And when if you're wearing it on your chest, it doesn't get in the way. The cinch from Really Right Stuff. The LR, the polymer one, is like 40 bucks. Mount it to your binoculars. It has the plate on it. You could put it on. 
like Rifleman's Team Challenge, Sniper's Hide Cup. Got to find it, range it, engage it. Binos, lasers, all these things work really well, right? So you want to do it. You want to find them with binos that have a laser built in. We talk about the lasers that give you your range so you or your data so you could just put that or the range, whatever case may be. But mounting is always going to be better. Competition dynamics, steel safari type stuff, team safari, steel safari, find it, range, and engage it. Binos, lasers, those are the keys. Same thing. Put your tripod up, put your laser on it, find your stuff steady, good ranges, good everything, pop it off, put your rifle on it, go right into shooting. Boom. You could do the same thing hunting now with this Ascend. The Ascend is a one series, like the 14. Uh, they changed the mount from my 14 in the center console. It's it's different. It's Ascend is completely different than my 14. It's solid. It's nice. Now, you're not going to put an 18-pound rifle on it, but you'll put a 12 or less hunting rifles, right? Boom. There you go. Uh, great stuff going on there. I'm really, really, really digging this Ascend. And I can't wait to get out with it. Other than the snow and all this other stuff, I got to get past the snow um, and, and, and everything like there. So, uh, cool. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do that. And uh, so I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Uh, fix It Sticks. Got all the new kits coming. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fix it, fix it Stick fan. And Jimmy from Fix It Sticks sent me a Christmas present of one of the books of uh, the, the pouches for long range. Super fucking nice. I carry a fix-it stick kit with me everywhere. Whenever I go teach a class, I have fix-it sticks with me. On the range, I have fix-it fix it sticks everywhere. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> wrong button. Sorry about that. I was going to make a sound, and then I hit this thing that had a song. As in the wrong um, thing. Anyway, so the Fix It Sticks. I love it. Big fans of it. Thank you, Jimmy and Fix It Sticks for the Merry Christmasness. Everybody's texting me. This is These texts that are coming are still about the PRS. So when you hear these dings going off, the, the, there's uh, one, two, three. There's six right now that I'm sitting on that I haven't even opened yet that are still part of the PRS drama discussion. So when you hear that ding, that's all PRS talk. And I think that's pretty funny. Who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> but anyway, that's that's where that's where we're at. So no, I, I'm digging the fix. It sticks. The really right stuff uh, working out really well. Um, th- this stuff, and then like I said, the last thing I'm I'm playing with some of these OEM scopes. Writing came in. Uh, I got the three to twenty four by fifty six writing, so that should be pretty good. Uh, we'll take a look at that. He upped the internals. He went to stainless steel internals, which is nice. So uh, shout out to the guys at Wrighton um, for their optics. Uh, they're, they're, they're upgrading them and they're doing them for 20. I mean, a lot of stuff for 2021 is incremental. You know, it's kind of Gen 2E, Gen 3E stuff, more so than brand new builds, which is still good. I like that. I mean, it, it goes to show, to me, that's the key, man. And I do this, I do this with my classes. I do this on the site. And we do this in our, this is what we should be doing. And to me, this is the missing element of all this drama. <laughs> that guy's a fag. Read some of his posts. Such a fucking bitch. <laughs> My fucking text is going off. Um, anyway, so um, I don't remember why I'm too busy laughing. <laughs> oh, I talked about editing. I talked about changing things. We talked about the weaponized math and the adjustments and all. If you over the last couple of months, I'm always talking about 
reflection, self-reflection. And this is the missing element to that comp thing. They don't sit there and, and, and it should be a state of the union, like January, December. Once the finale is over, it should be, hey, man, after, you know, this point, this is what we should do. We looked at it and we had all this drama. These are the points where it was. We need to rewrite this. We need to redo this. Instead, they don't, they don't want to put in the work. They want you to pay. They don't want to put in the work. And, you, and it should be like a state of the union going, hey, man, we saw A, B, C, D that we really didn't like. And we changed A, B, C, D to X, Y, Z. And we think that's going to be a better product. But this idea that you can't change something mid-season, bullshit, NASCAR does it. Fucking change shit. It, it, here, here's the thing that cracks me up. It's a game that involves adaptation. And you're afraid to make somebody who to adapt to something because you see a better way of doing it. How fucking smart is that? You got to be the dumbest guy on the planet to not see that... You're asking people to adapt to something different every time, or you should be, and yet you're unwilling to adapt a rule to fix a problem. Oh, so smart. You're so smart. Anyway, that's, that's kind of where I'm, I'm just laughing because the texts are coming in. So anyway, you should just reflect and say, man, I, I see problems. Let's fix them and come out with it. And, and, and do honestly, at this point, it needs to be wholesale. But it's silly. It's silly, silly, silly. Mr. Fuzz hates it up here. He's like, I want to go down and see what they're doing downstairs, but I hate it. So, um, no, but Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Again, thanks to the Squirrel Mafia for all my stuff. Um, thanks to, uh, the like, Casey Belt's uh, B&T Atlas. He sent me a Christmas present, some, some stuff. Thank you, uh, Zero Compromise. They sent some stuff. Thank you, Ashbury. He sent some stuff. Thank you. Uh, you know, all the guys and things. <laughs> I had to throw some shit away yesterday and I had that super sniper dildo box that they did in pink that had the squirrel mafia shit on it. They did like this four foot box and they put a squirrel stuffed animal and it said super sniper dildo. I had to pull all the letters off because I didn't want to put it in the garbage yesterday. What it's saying, big pink box that said super dildo on it. So I ended up having to change it. <laughs> So thanks to all them, I, I got my thirty. Um, I got my my thirty plus fruit cakes. So I got those thirty fruit cakes and all that other shit. I got a bunch of stuff in, but thanks to um, Zero Compromise and everything that they got going on. Thanks to uh, Casey Belts and all what he does, and I, uh, Ashbury and a bunch. I get cards too. A lot of Christmas cards. Sharofsky sent their card, and and everybody. You get a lot more Christmas cards. That's everybody. Um, throw swag uh, your way for Christmas. But Merry Christmas to all of them. Thank you to everybody who who um, sent that stuff out. Uh, really appreciate it. Good stuff. But where else are we? Where else are we going today? I don't know. Like I said, snowing, raining. Bleh, bleh, bleh. I have no idea what going on. I got Mark hit me up. I got to do some more work. Um, we posted, for those who wanted to know, in the training course section of the Sniper Side Forum. Training course section. There is a sticky post that has a link to the Mark and Frank courses as we do them. I didn't do any of the Mile High stuff. Uh, there'll be some news about that that I'm not going to talk about in this one right now. But uh, we got some Mile High um, things to talk about. So there right now, the Mark and Frank show stuff that is happening. Training courses. There's a sticky post and the post has all the individual locations and things that we're doing, places we're going. You want to go to the San Diego class, it's there. You want to go to uh, 
Minnesota class, it's there. You want to go to a Pennsylvania class, it's there. Or, you know, wherever we're having classes, we're putting them into that one central location so you can then find the class which meets your need, grab it, and get a slot. Now, we're not doing sign-ups till January. We didn't want to sign up and take money in um, this year. We wanted to roll it over to next year. Um, so January, I'll turn all that on so you can sign up for classes. That's how that's going to work. But if you go in the sniper side forum, training courses, classes, that's going to change too. You watch, I'm going to cause drama with that one. Wait till that fucking shows up. Cause I ain't letting that go. Um, <laughs> you'll read it. So I'm going to, I'm going to become a dictator and somebody's not going to like it because my, my, my dictations aren't going to be a uniform so um, the training courses are there. So yeah, Mike, Mark, yeah, Mike, Mark's hitting me up now. I got to go tell him we're at Temecula. We're doing that San Diego class and we're staying in Temecula. So I got to uh, pick my hotel and figure out where we're going. And, 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 we'll, and we'll go there from there. So courses are being mapped out and posted on the Sniper's Hide forum for all of you to get them. And... Go from there. And then, oh, I want to also thanks everybody who's been, we got like 30-something of those Chris Way targets returned. 36, 39, something like that. No names on this guy, so you can go and shoot his target and just post it and email it. All we want to do is see what it looks like. Um, but we got 30-something of the Chris Way, MOA targets where you got to shoot the positions, standing, sitting, kneeling, prone, three shots each on a kind of a scored target, but it's scored via group size, you know? So basically you just go and go, Oh, the last round goes out to three. You're a three MOA guy. Oh, this last round goes out to four. You're a four MOA guy. And it'll, it's, it's really, really illuminating what patterns you see and what's going on and, and everything that's happening as far as that goes. Um, it's a diamond in MOA shapes and it goes out from one out. And when you shoot these positions, you shoot all the positions on one sheet. So then you could see the pattern you create. Um, so Chris came out with a, a nice little uh, test for yourself and to see where you stand and what needs to be worked on. And um, we're getting some good feedback with that. So thanks, everybody, who's returning those sheets for Chris to add to his database. I guess he's got like an Excel sheet and he's putting size in shooter one this size, shooter two this size. All we're looking at is average sizes. We don't care who did it. We just want to see how big's your group. So download the sheet, put it at 100 yards, shoot three shots from these positions, take a picture of the sheet, post it, you're done. That's it. You don't have to put your name. You don't have to put anything on it, really. You don't have to, we don't need any other details. We just want to look at the picture, see what the group looks like. There's patterns. There's trends. There's things that we're looking at to do this, and so that's what we're looking at for that stuff. So there we go. Um. You guys have a good weekend, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being part of the Everyday Sniper. Thanks, everybody on Sniper's Hide who's using the site, providing feedback. I know you hate change. I get it. You'll get used to it. You always do. And I oh, I mean, it's funny because if you think about the changes and everything that took place over the last 20 years of Sniper's Hide, I've always attempted to make it better. There's always a transition period from before to after. And then once people get used to it, they always like the after better. Nobody's ever kind of 
come back other than Scout. And Scout's an anomaly. Don't bring up the Scout thing or I'll just boot you. No, I'm only kidding. Um, and, um, you know, so cutting Scout out of the equation, if you think about going from the UBB threads to a different one and then from threads to VBulletin and then from VBulletin to Zenfora and then from this to that, I've always done changes because I'm recognizing I'm, I'm trying, again, future-proof and looking at it. So I get it. We hate change. I get it. We have to learn something new. Why has it got to be like that? But once you start figuring out, it's quicker and easier, and we're actually adding in pieces and elements. It's changing and adapting every day based on your feedback. We got a site survey thread. We got the people. So we're, we're doing stuff, but I'm a happy camper with what I'm seeing. And, and trust me, it's here to stay. Your, your, your whining is not going to change my mind at all um, when it comes to any of this. So, you know, you don't have to waste your time. You know, if you hate it, go give it, go use the survey and give constructive criticism. If you want to F me up on the end of it, who cares? I don't care what you say about me. Clearly, I don't care what you guys say or not you guys, but you know what I mean? What other guys say about me, because if I did, I would have crawled into a hole and hid by now and I'm not in a hole hiding. So boom, there you go. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. Head over to the hide. Go read the drama. It's fucking worth it. It's great. And I'll talk to you later. Ciao. Oh, yeah, you see stuff? Oh, oh.